0: You're listening to The Align Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Dr. Megan Brent. Megan, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day today to be on the show. Will you please let our listeners get an introduction to you?
1: Sure, well, I'm Dr. Megan Brent and I've been in practice for six years now. Um, I am married, um, been married for seven years and we have two kids. Um, They are four and two. And I started my practice Um, completely by myself. My first year, I was an independent contractor and then um, moved out on my own. And when I moved out on my own, um, I was the only one in my office. So I answered phones and checked patients in and out. Um, And then shortly after that, I had uh, my first child. And so um, I was alone with him for about six months also because he would come with me to work. Wow. So that's how I got started and I've slowly built and grown from there and um, then hired people to be here to help me with the kids and then also answering the phones and checking patients in and out so that I didn't have to do that part of it.
0: Yes, I'd love to hear more about how you decided to make the transition from your wherever you were at as an independent contractor to going into a new office space on your own.
1: Sure, well, I. Um, When I first graduated, I interviewed lots of different places for associateships and different things and just didn't feel like working in another office um, was right for me. Uh, Just different philosophies and how things, you know, would be ran. I just didn't feel comfortable. So I found an office where I could be an independent contractor and we um, negotiated to pay percentage. Um, And so I I did that for a year and just was growing so rapidly that it was just worth it to find a place that I could rent myself and have kind of that flat fee Mm -hmm. so that as I grew, I could actually see that increase in my own income and not just the other doctor's income. And so that is why I chose to move out on my own
0: so what were you doing in that first year of your practice that allowed you to grow that quickly
1: well the biggest thing for me was getting out and meeting other um, people so i joined some different groups in my community Um, i'm actually big with the united ways women's leadership council here in my community and so just by doing that um, i met a lot of other women and families um, and i didn't have kids at the time so as I had my kids, I got even i grew i would say exponentially once I had my own kids by meeting other moms and families um just by doing things mom groups and things in the community but um I just was out anytime I didn't have patients scheduled. I was out doing different activities and just meeting and talking to people. That was the biggest thing
0: Well you're a really a social girl, and you're easy to talk to. We've known each other for like almost a decade, I guess, now. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Um, So I can definitely see how that would help you grow your practice. But I want to reiterate something that you said, because this is really important for a lot of women that are listening to the show to really hear. We often think that once we have our children, it's going to be even harder to grow our practice to a level that we really want it to be at. And what you just shared was that after you had your children, it actually became easier
1: It was definitely easier. Um, And I think my choice of bringing my kids to the office actually made a lot of other moms more comfortable, Um, not only letting me adjust their children because I had my own and they could see, you know, my kids running around the office, but they were comfortable coming in for adjustments themselves because they could feel okay that their kid was running around. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a long time, we had a room that was a playroom that was gated off so we could kind of stick the kids in there. They were safe. They had toys um, and we could, you know, do what we needed to do treatment or exam. And I think that helped a lot just having that family atmosphere that moms were comfortable with bringing their kids.
0: Yeah. Now, how did you share with other women, like your potential new patients mm-hmm. that your office was that kind of atmosphere before they were even there?
1: Well, I was big with um the La Leche League uh, being a new mom and just finding like other support groups. Um, I found other like Facebook groups even that there's one called like crunchy moms um mm-hmm. there's several different Facebook groups. And so just being on there and just talking to other moms and then, um, honestly, I didn't have to do a whole lot of promotion to of myself because after I had a few families in here, every single day I see stuff uh, other moms are posting, you know, they ask for suggestions and then other parents will post, you need to go see Dr. Megan, you need to go see Dr. Brent. And So other people are doing the marketing for me, constantly telling their other friends, other, you know, friends with kids that for whatever it is that they're asking questions about, they're telling them to bring their kids and their families in here.
0: And that's perfect because what else does that do for you? It takes some of the work off of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Megan, if you remember, Dr. Nelson at Logan used to talk about getting people on your bus. He used to talk about like growing your practice and marketing yourself by getting people on your bus, meaning right. they see a vision for what you're doing and they want to go with you. And so that's what it sounds like you've done. Seth Godin describes it more as building your tribe. You've built your tribe of people. Yes.
1: Who yep. are
0: telling everybody else, that they would be benefited by your services.
1: Yeah, and I think that's just, you know, being friends, being, you know, a mom the same time as these other moms. And I'm a lot of times like at the La Leche League meetings, I was there for myself not to promote my practice. But, you know, we'd talk about things and it would just, you know, I'd say something like, oh, well, this is what I've done with patients or, you know, these are suggestions that I've had or seen and used and so then um, it just, it's natural to bring it up and it's not me pushing, you know, promoting my practice that way.
0: Did you know that you were going to build a practice that was based around family wellness or did that kind of evolve on its own?
1: Um, It it started in chiropractic school. I just um, really found it interesting and I really enjoyed Um, the pregnancy and pediatric part of it. And so I had started taking the ICPA seminars um, in school and finished them after school. And I really liked that part of my practice. Um, And then, but once I had kids, I mean, it's just became even more of a focus for me.
0: Yeah. I talk to moms sometimes who, actually a lot of the moms I speak to want to have a focus on pediatric care or prenatal care and they hold themselves back from really niching down to market to those potential patients because Mm -hmm. they feel like they should go through the ICPA certification or something along those lines. And I'm not at all saying don't do that, but I really feel like you can start doing that.
1: Yeah, you can definitely start. um, And it's your, especially if you're a mom, I mean, if you're adjusting your own kids and I mean, you're, you're a chiropractor, you know, the benefit of it, you're comfortable by adjusting your own kids and just talking to other parents and telling them, you know, what you do with your own kids can help grow your practice.
0: Yeah. Because how many of those new patients that came to your office with their babies asked you what certification you had prior to bringing their children in to see you?
1: Um, it's- I don't know that <laughs> it's it's pretty rare that anyone's ever asked me that. Exactly. So that yeah. was what that was what I was
0: getting to, right? Like your patients are looking at you as a leader for healthcare. And mm-hmm. when you are your patient, essentially, you're a mom who has little ones,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then they see that first and they're not looking at what certification does this doctor have? They already right. know that they can trust you.
1: The other thing that has been really cool that has helped is that, um, now I've seen moms a few times, you know, their second or third pregnancy at this point. Um, and they go back to their midwives or their OBs and tell them that they've been coming here. And I've actually, I've tried to get in and just meet with some of the OBs and explain how I can help them by, you know, your patients complaining of back pain and I can help them. Um, I can't get those meetings, but now they are sending people to me because so many of my patients have gone back to them saying, she's helped me. And so now I'm starting to get referrals even from some of the OBGYNs um, say, telling their patients that they should go see a chiropractor or here's, um, they actually give my card out in their offices.
0: Yes. Nice. That's directly finding the people that you want to serve where they are already at looking for a solution for the problem that they have. They have low back pain. They're pregnant. <laughs> they're at their doctor's office saying,
1: what can I do about this? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's normal part of pregnancy. And I say, no, it's not. <laughs> right. It doesn't have to be. Right? It doesn't have to be a normal part of
0: anyone's yeah. life, right? I mean, right. <laughs> we get that. So let's do more work to help spread the word that that doesn't have to be a normal part of life.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, Dr. Megan, if there was something looking back on life or practice prior to being a mom that you wish that
1: you knew then that you know now, what would it be? I made the choice to make my kids and my family first. And like I said, I brought my kids to the office. I block time off during the day of when um, they need they would need to nurse. Um, so I was on a very reduced schedule and sometimes, you know, patients would get mad because the time they wanted wasn't there or whatever it was. And, and I just chose to not let that bother me because this is when I'm here. This is when I'm here to help you. And this is when I'm not here, I'm with my family. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was kind of the biggest change that occurred after I had kids was that I wasn't available 24-7 like some people think I should be. Yes. Um, I just made my practice. I made my hours work for what I felt comfortable, comfortable with. Um, I don't come into work until 9 o'clock. Um, I only work three full days, and I work two half days. And that lets me see a lot of people. I am um, I see a lot of people. I'm doing very well in practice. And it took time. But I also have that time with my kids. And when I leave work, I leave work. <laughs> I go home and I'm mom and I can play with my kids. And Amen. Yeah. Do days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Megan, and everything that you've shared today has been really valuable for the listeners, for the moms that are listening in the audience, the soon-to-be moms that are listening in the audience as well. It's been great to have you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Did you like
0: what you heard on the show today? If so, then be sure to share this podcast with another mom in chiropractic who you know will benefit from listening to this show every week, just like you send her over to alignedwomen.com and invite her to subscribe to the newsletter we'll see you in your email inbox soon